And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian, here to talk about a draw. What's one of them? Chippenham Town were the uh, hosts for Yeovil Town on Tuesday night and I've got two guests who were there in person, living colour. One of them travelled just over across the Somerset border, uh, Sheridan Robbins, BBC Somerset and BBC Radio 5 Lives, Sheridan Robbins. Welcome, Sheridan. Thank you for having me. Yes, a lovely Tuesday evening trip. Chippenham and down from the north from beyond the wall to sunny Somerset David Coates I made it past the wildlings I brought the cold with me I think though it was Baltic I have to say but can I also point out dear listeners that I am the only person on this call who is actually in the town of Yeovil because neither of you are and I never (laughs) get an opportunity to say that so I'm gonna say it (laughs) My live address and ex- technically live has and direct. Yeovil in it, Dave. Again? <laughs> My address technically has Yeovil in it. Well, I, I don't think that counts. Ilchester, I think, is basically yeah. foreign land, isn't it? So, yeah. No. <laughs> it is. Live and direct Road. to the Manor Hotel. And maybe if I give them enough mentions, they will uh, they'll sponsor us out. Do you think? So, am, I, am I the northern lover? Yeah, yeah. you're the northern monkey. Somerset. <laughs> 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 exactly, yeah. Oh. You're the one with the wildlings now. <laughs> right. How's Yeovil I mean, treating you, Dave? Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been around. I've. Uh, this is this is probably a sign of how long ago it was I lived there. But uh, I, I went back to the the place where I actually grew up, and everything is a lot smaller. Like you know, how when you're a kid, you walk down a road, and you you just think this road is like either really long or. There's, there, there's a lane that was down near where I lived. And I remember thinking it was the widest road in the world. I've, I drove down it. And honestly, there was there was about a millimetre either side of my tyre. So either that road has got narrower or I've got bigger, one or the other. <laughs> I, I, I'll leave you to decide which it is. Maybe both, Dave. Maybe a bit of both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so how was Chippenham? How cold. did you find cold. it? <laughs> other than cold. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I watched on the stream. So, um, yeah, I watched on the stream. I would say that I've watched on the highlights as well, which was a much better view of the game than the stream that I had to pay £10 for. Um, so next time I might wait. Uh, that stream picked up everything as well. I don't know if you've... I know you've not watched them, Sheridan. I don't know if you've watched them, Dave, but the uh, the pitch side mic <laughs> on the <laughs> camera on the microphone picked up everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, there was definitely fine. some some language going about, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, don't put that one on the the big TV when the kids are around. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. What's a wanker, Dad? Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, he's got in the button now. Get out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you set the bar. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think team-wise, pretty much what you'd expect going into it, I think. I think we all sort of called probably Cox playing in the, the Jordan Young role. Williams back, partner in Idaho. It was a strong team again. And the bench as well with the addition of, well, that was a stacked bench to bring on, wasn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you say, no surprises with the, the team news as as predicted. Um, but obviously another bench for um, Alex Fisher, Charlie Cooper returning and and Josh Staunton as well on the bench because um, I know he's missed out um, a few games but played pretty well um, by all accounts at, at Torquay. So, no, um, I guess the only thing of, of note was to get a second game in a row for Idahan and um, partnering Morgan Williams. He's got such a good relationship, hasn't he, with with one all. So it's a new one for both of them to have to adjust to. And I think they do still have some adjusting um, to do. Um, but no, um, very attacking team as it as it as it always is, and a return of that favourite partnership of ours of uh, Newblay and Murphy. Mur- what is it? What is it? New Murphy. 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 Which I think next to me in the second half, he said to me, he said, "There's still time for Murphy and custard." You know, <laughs> there's always time for Murphy and custard. Yeah. <laughs> what did you make of the? Uh, the first half because I I don't know maybe it just wasn't it felt a bit flat I mean there wasn't a lot of noise around the ground I don't know from the side you were at the start side of the pitch weren't you Dave it didn't feel like there was much of a um, noise particularly and it was quite a flat game as well it felt there was a couple of half chances but it took us a bit of time to really get going I thought yeah, I was. Um, I did move behind the goal when the game got uh, got started. But I was down in, down in the corner, waiting for the queue to die down at the burger bar, but um, never really did. So I never went. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely was flat. It's one of those, um, and we can't complain about it because we've been doing it to people for years. But open terrace, um, everybody sort of spread out because if you if you stood in certain places, there was no way you were going to be able to see anything unless you were like nine foot tall, and then everyone would have hated you or stood behind you but it so it was a bit it was a bit of a flat atmosphere from that their perspective the Chippenham Ultras were obviously you know their their usual ferocious uh, voracious uh, selves I think but yeah it definitely seemed to take a while to um for us to get going and it it um well I mean I was looking at the, the stats because Ben always sends us the in-play stats at the end of each half and nine shots on target in the first half and when you watch the the HP source and the and the chip and you, you kind of I, I kind of forgot that some of those chances uh, happen I mean we had the ball in the net through um through Michael Smith didn't we which I know Ben said a couple of times his goal is coming it was a it was a brilliant finish so I watched it on the HP source just for John it was it was a great finish but yeah there were a few didn't quite click and I think we have to give Chippenham some credit for that uh, because they came to do something um I wouldn't really say it was a home team performance and I'm sure that they they <laughs> if they if they play like that every week at home then I feel sorry for their fans but yeah, it, it we struggled, I think, to break them down. And it's easy to say there was a Jordan Young-shaped hole. There was a Jordan Young-shaped hole. But also, I I thought Wannell was a mess as well because it seems 
from my limited tactical uh, knowledge, a lot of the good things that there's been about us in the 14-game run and before that started from him, particularly bringing the ball out from the back. It didn't really seem to be a lot of that. It was all a bit passing it around in midfield and trying to find a way through. But yeah, there were a couple of occasions where I who am I to tell Reese Murphy how to score goals? But he kind of like we, tr- tr- trying to weave his way in and almost try and score the um score the perfect goal. And uh, I did shout on a couple of occasions and just put yeah, Ken Lacey through it, Reese. But yeah, as I say, who am I to tell him how to score a goal? I th- I think you're right about one. He sweeps everything up, doesn't he? He's so confident on the ball and laying it off to his midfielders. And I think that role had to belong then to Morgan Williams on Tuesday. Um, Idaho was a bit shaky at first. I think he grew in confidence as the, as the game went on, but there was definitely sort of a different way we were playing out from the back four than we have been in recent games. And that's to be under, understandable. Um, but I think we had so much of the ball. They just let us have the ball. It was reminding me of the early games, um, even at Hewish Park, where fans were getting a little bit frustrated because we had a lot of the ball, but we weren't doing a lot with it. Um, and so, yeah, that first Murphy chance, what was that? Maybe 10 minutes in, that goes in. It's a completely different game. Um, and Murphy was as annoyed with himself as I'm sure fans were frustrated that he didn't get his shot away because, like you say, he was trying to walk it into the back of the net, doing too much, getting his feet in a muddle. And they were just packing out the box and you just couldn't break them down. And um, the first half in particular, just they, they were fine with letting us have the ball. Um and we just, we could. I think it was a balance that we were tr- we were clearly trying to be patient because we know that we can score goals, but we were perhaps just a little bit laboured, um, and maybe that was all the changes from from Saturday. But yeah, it wasn't perhaps the uh, attacking start I was expecting. No, uh, I think I mean Murphy has that sort of chance on his left foot, doesn't he, which goes out for a corner, I think. Um, he has the free kick as well, which is a good save from the goalie. Um, and yeah, there's the one where it gets all a bit intricate in the box and he's like, he can't get it out from under his feet to get the shot away. Um, but yeah, like you said, chipping them, I thought they, I thought they, they were really difficult to break down, but they also played some nice stuff, like, especially in the second half after we'd, we'd scored and we'll get onto that. It was just. They did play the ball quite nicely. I thought it wasn't particularly hoof ball either. I thought they did try to play the right way as well. Um, but yeah, second half sort of petered out a bit, and that that was that really. And then the second half, we we came out pretty sharp. And I mean, Worthy has to score, doesn't he, when he gets through on goal? He has time as well, doesn't he? He has time, and it's got power on it. It just Oh yeah, he's got to score. He's got to, and he, he has scored so many more difficult chances than that, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's got to be. I mean, we you can't say, and I think Mark said this afterwards, didn't he? That we can't say we didn't have our chances. Um, we certainly did in the second half, and we upped the atten- intensity. And um, we struggled against Freddie Grant, who I was very impressed with for Chippenham. Um, he caused us all sorts of problems. Um, was very good defensively, but also a very clever player drawing us in. Um, but yeah, that Worthington chance just sits in your mind as as the one um, that we should have done better with. 
Yeah, their I keeper all... made a few, didn't he? Made a few good saves. But I think you yeah. said, Ian, that there, there were a few occasions where we made it easy for him by basically just hitting it straight at him. And the yeah. I, I think I said yeah. that more on commentary than I've said all season. It was yeah. straight at the goalkeeper. And he was in good positions and yeah. he made himself big. And there were a couple really good saves. But yeah. I think the quality we have, we'd be disappointed not yeah. to test him. Look, look, looking at the you highlights. Look at some of the saves. It's going to say if you look at the, some of the saves that Joe Day made when he first came in, where he was at full stretch and had to get something on him because they were going, they were like destined for the goal. Like some of those chances were, yeah, pretty simple saves, really. For and you'd you'd, you'd expect more. I think his his, his best save. What's the one that he did from Murphy when uh, Hyde's there to put it in? Because he was yeah. definitely a full stretch for that, wasn't he? So, um, yeah, maybe he was a bit unfortunate, but I don't care about that particularly. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, uh, and for all the talk about teams setting up to like frustrate us and sitting deep and not letting us break through, we, had, we did break through and we had so many opportunities. So... I don't think we can really say that it's one of these where, oh, they just part the bus and we struggle to break them down. Yeah. Um, but looking you know, here we, on the on the stats that Ben's given, we've got 119 dangerous attacks. And again, we don't exactly know what a dangerous attack is to their 72. So, I mean, 119 dangerous attacks is a pretty attacking um, performance, isn't it? I would think. I don't know what the average is, but that's, that seems pretty good to me. Um, what were your thoughts? So I, I'll admit to missing the penalty call. That Ben was adamant that Reese Murphy had had the ball slapped away from him, but I, I can't say that I was. My, my gaze was averted from the stream at that point. But it, me it, it was difficult to see when where we were. But as he sort of turned um, and got the ball it just felt like the the player moved his arm and, and Gary actually more than me said immediately it's handball um mm. and my dad was a bit further um to the left hand side closer to where we were attacking and he said as well that he felt it was was a penalty so yeah disappointing and again getting in those good positions and causing causing havoc the way he turned and where he chested the ball down and causing the defender to make those errors and yeah didn't didn't get the decision though You'll not be surprised at the away end. Also, thought it was a penalty. <laughs> I um, I don't know uh, if if I just dreamt it or whether the cold had done something funny to my head or not. But the um, I was convinced that there was an own a handball that we committed in the first half. Like a, it looked like maybe it was just the angle I was at, but it looked like a really obvious handball, but down to down to the side. But it looked like again someone slapped it, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm hallucinating things through <laughs> lack of lack of chips. Yeah, it's all this <laughs> oxygen down south, Dave. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. You're, you're at lower sea, to sea level, aren't you? I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a couple more chances. I think doors doors came close, didn't he? And then Murphy. There was a cross in the box that Murphy heads that looks like it could sneak inside the post. And then there was the big talking point of the tackle on Will Dawes. You, Dave, you text immediately to say Will Dawes is seriously hurt here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought because he went down, he he let out a scream, and then he was like it, banging. He was banging the floor, and I thought, Jesus Christ, this is like a broken leg thing. And then he popped straight back up. Well, he sat up, 
and then he and then and then he was up again. But I thought, Jesus Christ, what's happened there? But yeah, yellow card, and well, from what Mark Cooper told you, Sheridan, he he's um yeah, he got a bit of a nasty graze, shall we say, from yeah, everywhere to everywhere. That sounds right. There is nothing worse, is there, when you hear a player just scream out and you just yeah. think that worse has happened. Yeah. Um, and perhaps just just the impact just caught him by surprise. But um, yeah, and he, and he did, he, from then on as well, he was struggling, wasn't he? I mean, he definitely shouldn't have continued from that point. Um, but yeah, Mark Cooper was very unhappy with that tackle. And I actually thought Will Jules uh, had a, a pretty good game. I think sometimes when he, he swapped between the left and the right, to try and utilize his pace. Um, but sometimes, sometimes I think he just needs a little bit more support or guidance because he just cuts inside and then we just don't really know where to go, especially if there's lots of defenders in front of him. Um, but he is growing in, in confidence and, and improving every game. So if he is going to be, um, hopefully it won't be as serious and um, they took him off in, in good time. But um, I vote, yeah, I voted him man of the match. On our poll, I I thought because I he was the for me he was the player who was doing the most going forward. Anything like when you look at the impact on the game he had compared to Sonny Cox, I felt yeah. that there was more coming from Will Dawes in that game than anyone else going forward, particularly other than like Murphy. But you know, I just think when he got near the box, he ran out of ideas. I don't think he. Yeah, I think his delivery needs to to improve and. Um, but no, he he is definitely improving, and yeah. like you say, certainly there was a lot of effort there, a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. I think I say about Will Will Dawes, his end product still needs a bit of work, but he definitely gets the running around a lot price. He he, he runs around a lot more than pretty much anybody. So he's um that. But yeah, I, I agree with you on Cox. I I don't think he really got into it, did he? He got. Knocked about a bit, I think, on a couple of occasions, and it's probably well, probably the reason why Exeter have sent him not to get knocked around a bit. Not suggesting they've sent him out to get uh, <laughs> abused. I think he had, but, to, he had to track uh, back a bit as well, didn't he? I, yeah. I found this with Nuble yeah. in the first half. Like they were so both so desperate to get on the ball that they're tracking back a little bit too much, and then you miss them when we get forward, and perhaps that was mm. that spark we were missing in in the first half, and and even the second half. I think it just you could tell we just needed Frank up front but he wasn't getting any service so he goes back trying to desperately trying to get a hold of the ball and I felt like Sonny Cox was the same he doesn't have the same pace as Will Dawes to kind of be able to do both um and I think sometimes that is a, a negative when you're playing a striker out wide like that um and one that's so young as well yeah where you notice the Jordan Young absence wasn't it because you just thought to yourself if Jordan Young had got that he probably mm. wouldn't have got knocked off the ball um, he probably would have come up with a little bit of something that got him, got him past him. But I mean, you know, Sonny Cox is four years his junior, or maybe more than that. So, yeah, we can we can forgive him. But no, I didn't think it was Sonny Cox's night, um, particularly on on Tuesday. Uh, I mean, he goes off on the around the hour mark for JMD, who comes in for. Yeah, off the bench, and then it wasn't too long after that we brought on Hyde and Charlie Cooper as well, and that was sort of where the the difference came. I think that shape, you know, JMD sort of floats between the lines and tries to get on the ball, and I think just having Jake Hyde higher up 
allowing Frank to go back out wide again and try and impact in those wide areas. It was a real sort of tactical shift that worked pretty quickly. Um, and I and I think as well when you bring on JMD Hyde, who's just a nuisance, and Charlie Keeper, you've got a bit more set piece threat because that was another thing that we noticed without Jordan Young was that he didn't have a natural set piece taker um, and we've been, we've been so good haven't we from from corners and free kicks when those two come on it does make a difference and I think we were definitely more we were we were trying to win more free kicks for a start <laughs> and and we were just a lot more dangerous and when Hyde's in the box he is just he's just like must be the worst strikers play against and again another super sub performance from him <laughs> he's gonna hate that me. <laughs> he's gonna it's hate wild, the name super it? sub. It's wild, but he he makes such an impact when he comes on. It's he is. He's like you say, I, I think it was because we were so close to the pitch and in that way. But I realised what an absolute pain in the arse he is. And you're just thinking to yourself, if you're a defender and he comes on, you just think, Jesus Christ, what have I got to deal with that? Didn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. just he just like everywhere. He's just like a little. Like a like a fly just buzzing round and that you can't swat. It's um yeah, he's annoying. I like him, but he's annoying. <laughs> I think before he scores, Murphy has that chance, doesn't he? The one where it's sort of like a he swivels and volleys it, and it's straight at the keeper. Yeah. And then Murphy obviously has the header, which is yeah, great save. Um, really good great save. save from Henry in the goal. But yeah, like you said, Hyde was there just to. He won't have an easier finish this season, I don't think, tapping that one in. Um, and it sort of felt like, yeah, that's it. There we go. That's yeah. that's the one. I think that's um, what we felt, isn't it? Well, do you know what? I get... thought that was it when Joe Day made that excellent save. Yeah. At 1-0. Yeah, but Murphy has, an... Murphy has another chance, doesn't he, I think? Before, mm. before the Joe Day save, Murphy has another chance inside the six-yard box that he doesn't doesn't finish and then yeah and then that's when Chipnam I'm going to call him from now on after <laughs> Gary Hours the the commentary is brilliant Dave mm. uh, Sheridan very like Chippenham Chippenham Gary Hours uh, Chippenham there's <laughs> <laughs> the northeast in him yeah. <laughs> I loved it um yeah so they then start getting on the ball and it gets all a bit panic stations and like you said that that say from day that is one that's he's not had to make a save like that for a little while where he's really been full stretched low to the ground really quickly. Like, yeah, had a quiet evening, but still able to pull them off. Yeah. Sign of a good goalkeeper that, no? Absolutely. Mm. But yeah. And then yeah. Murphy gets his fifth yellow card. Uh, <laughs> did you no. see his reaction, Dave? Did you see his reaction? No. He, he like, he was devastated. Like he had his head in his hands and he was just dropped to his knees, didn't he? he like yeah. he almost curled up in a ball like, yeah. on the stream. It was right in front of the the, right. the camera on the stream. It was right next to it. And he knows straight away and just yeah. it's not actually often he gets 90 minutes, is it? And I, I was surprised he was kept on. Um, but maybe because he's just having so many chances that he just thought he's gonna go in at some point. One of them's gonna go in. One of them's yeah. gonna go in. Um <laughs> But yeah, Cooper said afterwards that it was for if it was for dissent, he will be getting a fine. Um, so what's for dissent? It was. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, his reaction was wild. It was. Yeah. 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 Maybe he knew the fine was coming as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Crazy, crazy boy. <laughs> and then I've never seen an own goal like it. I didn't even know who got the final touch, but knew it was off one of them onto the other. Oh, I mean, it's a freak goal, isn't it? It's an absolute freak own goal. It is, but watching the highlights back, um, there's a we have the ball. We're we're right in front of Chippenham's goal, and JMD gives it away, and yeah. they knock it forward, get up the pitch quick, whip it into the box, and yeah, the the clearance is yeah. Difficult. That's the part that Mark Cooper was talking about the mistake. That's the bit. Yeah. It's the build up. It's not that it, you know, rickshaws off your own player, off your own player into the back of the net. It's giving the ball away in yeah. on the 89th minute when you're on the lot. Yeah. I'm not sure. This was one of these where the, the camera picked up, um, picked up someone saying, oh my God, when the ball was given away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my money's on. <laughs> I know where I'd place my bet on who that was. Um, but yeah, Yes, a, a poor pass because there's no one really over there either to pick it up. I don't know. I don't. Not quite sure what what he's seen there. Um, I mean, there's there's a bit in between, but the way they get the ball up so quickly, um, yeah. and the over sort of backpedaling. That's why that header is the way it is. That's why more Morgan Williams is sort of in the position he is because they've had to get back and last ditch defending. So, and I really yeah. felt. Idahan as well because I really thought he grew into the game. Yeah, I I thought there were bits that I really liked. There were bits he's not Jake Bonnell, but there were bits where he was shifting the ball onto his left and and coming out as he grew into the game. Um, it's just not got that sort of physical power. I don't think that Bonnell has. How Bonnell will just like run through players with the ball and carry it. Um, that's not there yet, but he's still a kid, right? So yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I think that late goal is just disappointing after all the good that we've had, and the, the context is everything. We're still unbeaten in the league in fifteen games, but it's just that immediate reaction, isn't it? Yeah, further ahead than we were when we started, which is <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, 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 it's everything, isn't it? It's the type of goal it was. It's the fact that we. Joe Day had just made an excellent save that looked like it was going to get us the three points. And it's the fact that it's in the 89th minute. Like all these things make it feel so much worse than a point away from home. Um, yeah. And we have been spoiled. So, um, but I mean, there's, there's two ways to look at it, isn't there? Like, oh, okay, we were only cut open by an error of our own making, you know, or we need to like, shouldn't be making those kind of errors with the professionals we've got on the pitch. So it's like swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it was disappointing and it does feel it, it no matter what, no matter where you are on the table, an 89th minute equaliser, it stinks. It stinks. Yeah. I think that was the move when we were walking out of the ground. I think also that first half, because it was so mm. I don't know what the word is, turgid, or it seemed quite turgid. And maybe it was you know, we were attacking the other way, so you couldn't, you know, see a lot of the when when I watched it back on the HP source and on the highlights. It, it seemed better than I remember it being because I remember a half time thinking, you know, a couple of people I heard say that's 45 minutes of my life. I'll never get back again. I, I wasn't one of them, but I wasn't far away from thinking that. Um, and I know Ben immediately told me that it was fine. It was absolutely, it was absolutely fine. So yeah. and I was like, oh, well, you're not standing in the 
freezing cold, are you, mate? So, um, and he's not here to defend himself, so I won't uh, carry on about that. But um, he, he, I think, because of that, missing the chances that we missed, and then all the things that you mentioned, creating a mistake, uh, creating our own, um, uh, our own mistake leading to the goal. And then we couldn't really see what what happened. Well, I just saw somebody head it, and then it was in the net. And and I thought someone had just headed it straight into the net. I was like, how is that even possible? Because um, it was all you know, right down the other end and so far away. But looking at it, it um, that was definitely the definitely the mood. But as, as we were walking out, you heard people going, "Oh, Bath have dropped a point as well, and um, Avely have dropped points as well." So. Probably by the time they got back on the coach, they felt a bit better. But um, yeah, as we were walking out, there was a, there was a, there was a, some some grumbling. I know there's been a lot said, um, about, and 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 I've said this to to both of you. I think is for negativity. I I didn't really think it was that negative. Even when I went on social media, there were a couple of people who were saying, um, "Well, if we lose it well in on Saturday, then I'll be worried." And, Somebody said about our away form, which is like, and then every we won, we won, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't, and and, and there'll there'll be one or two, but Jesus Christ, you go on social media, there's one or two people who tell you that the earth's still flat. So, it's, uh, I I don't think you can read, you can read too much into that. I, I, I personally thought that it would be a lot more outraged in it than it was um because i thought oh well some you know, town twitter is going to lose its lose its head but maybe it's just the very sensible people i've got on my feed but there was i just saw lots of well you can't you know you can't win them all we play um we, we made enough chances to me the things i was reading kind of sounded like mark cooper's post-match interview which was we had more than enough chances to win that game. We're we're sort of architects of our own downfall, in as much as we didn't finish them off, and you know we gave away a, a terrible mistake in midfield, and then it's a it's a crazy own goal. I, I didn't read anything more than that. Maybe maybe I'm not following the right people. I don't think. Yeah, well, you're a little echo chamber. Probably thirteen points clear, aren't we, or something like that? With your math. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, more than that. No, <laughs> yeah, for 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 for, for twenty four hours, I got it right. <laughs> so we were eight points clear for 24 hours. So I was I was living the vida loca. Right ahead of the game. <laughs> I do think there's a Venn diagram like of flat them. earthers. Not anymore. <laughs> take, there's a, there's a Venn diagram. There's a Venn diagram of flat earthers and people who think Charlie Cooper cost us that that win <laughs> on Tuesday night. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, what was he on for? 20 minutes? And I tweet. I know you tweeted, Sheridan. I said, but for the two things I saw Charlie Cooper do: one was start off the play that led to the goal; two was win the ball in midfield and then take it forward. And then I think he tried to slip Murphy in, and it didn't, didn't, didn't quite come off. Those are the two things I remember Charlie Cooper doing. <laughs> How can he criticise either, either of them? Um, Why didn't he skin everyone and score like Leo yeah. Messi? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Get off, Cooper. Uh, <laughs> when he yeah. scores, if he scores, <laughs> I want him to do a big old celebration. <laughs> Why always me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but never mind, hey? Never mind. Point on the road. In, in 12 on, in the league? I'll take it. 
Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> we talk about unbeaten runs rather than winning runs, don't we? So, yeah. yeah. And I think as well, like, we need to, again, when you've won so many games in a row, we have to come to terms with not winning. So, and like, that's probably difficult after Torquay and the loss there. And then, you know, you kind of think, oh, business is usually now back in the league, but it doesn't also, you know, like that. A run of away games now, like in any, just like a 14 match winning run at any level is utterly unbelievable, ridiculous. Five away games in a row is going to be tough for any team at any level in any form. That was the first of what is going to be a tough run of fixtures. And we've had so many home games. And I, I do think we'd beat anyone at home. We just look so, so strong there. We're going to have to adjust to the way teams are setting up against us, the way it is their cup final of the of the season, the packed out crowds. You know, it's going to take a bit of, of getting used to. And, you know, we didn't get beat. Um, and we're going to have to just see how these next few go on, on the road. But we've got that nice cushion, which is just... Great, and I say actually a point more than we were at the beginning of Tuesday. So, yeah, um, a couple of bits after obviously Murphy with the yellow card misses Bath rather than Wrexham or this weekend because of that whole seven day thing and same competition thing. Um, and Zach Bell recalled by Bristol City after his loan spell. Were either of you surprised that he's gone back? Can't say I am with the lack of minutes he's been getting. Um, it was the same with Ollie Thomas, wasn't it? He wasn't getting a start. And it, it wasn't looking like he was likely to get a start either. Um, I know he played at, at Torquay, didn't he? But he was one of the ones that potentially left off the bench as well. So I'm guessing that they want to get him more first team football. And um, you can't really blame them them for that it just leaves us a little bit light doesn't it on cover um for that position but I, I you know he was he was clearly learning wasn't he and um defensively perhaps not as strong as we'd like but in attacking form I thought he had some some nice nice moments but um yeah I can see why City called him back I'm not that bothered no I'll be all right I think I, th- I think I think we'll get we'll we'll, we'll we'll probably find someone else, won't we? I think there'll be somebody else will come in. I don't know who, but I think somebody else probably will. I mean, he's not going to get ahead of Michael Smith, is he? At any any point, and I think we did get to see him at Farnborough when he came on, and Smith moved inside, and he didn't particularly set the world alight. And yeah, I, I didn't see the Torquay game, but you know, if he didn't perform at that level, then. You know, he needs to get some experience and he's not going to improve if he's just coming off the bench when players get injured or, you know, the odd cup match here and there. Um, I, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because he's come in and, and, you know, Mark Cooper's bigged him up quite a bit when he's come in, you know, long throw, wing back, all this sort of stuff. Um, and then he has sort of an absolute horror in the first game of the season, that mix up between him and Buse for the goal that Hemel score. And he's had some, yeah, some, I think, was it Eastbourne Borough? It was before we brought Michael Smith in, there was a game where he really got torn yeah. apart. Was um, that that guy on the wing, wasn't it, that was involved for Eastbourne, you're right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But Cheers, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. Right, Welling, the weekend. Off to London. Are you both Sheridan? Are you on comms for this one? Oh no, you're no, not, are you? 
Got somewhere mm. far more glamorous than Parkview Road to go, I imagine. Ooh. Do you know what? I'm not actually. It's, I'm at Newport. All right. <laughs> right. Tell them how terrible Joe Day is. Tell them. Well, I take you seeing because I, I was just starting my prep before I came on here, and the first number one, Joe Day. Oh, well, I don't need to him. No, no, him. <laughs> not number one. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> yeah, um, terrible. Yeah, exactly. You don't want him back. But yeah. I'm going. So Welling. Yeah, I know. I know, Dave. You've made it. You've made it. You're, you're down in Somerset. You're, you're down in Yeovil, <laughs> and it's just away games. Yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah, exactly. Just away games. I know. It's almost like, um, yeah, the fix the computers against me, isn't it? But, yeah. but yes, and yeah. the and, and and the big news is Jake Wallow's back. Jake yeah. Wallow is available for selection, according to the manager's pre-match press conference. Had a scan. Um, not as bad as they thought. That's really good because I spoke to. This uh, Mark before the match, obviously on Tuesday, and off the record, he was like, "He's getting a scan." We th- we really do think it's not as bad. He's like, "Don't hold me to that. Don't hold me to that." So the fact that the scan did go really well is a big, big boost. Um, and I'm glad it's like if he is fit and available for Welling, because there's something in me that I wouldn't perhaps want to throw him in at Wrexham, returning from an injury and risk him. So, but if he is not out for another week and able to be available for Welling, then even better. Um, and it feels like one of those games that is, is going to be tricky. It's been tricky. One of those ones down the bottom as well, which, I, you know, I, I saw someone put together a, a thread earlier about how um, we're actually stronger against the, the, the higher division um, teams in our division rather than the bottom ones. And that doesn't actually surprise me because it's always difficult. Um, and obviously haven't still only beaten us. So, um, yeah, if we could get an early goal and have it, have that back four back to, you know, pretty much as, as we were, I think that's actually a really big boost. As much as we talk about our attacking play, to have one or back is, is huge. So Ian's mentioned Hemel and you mentioned Haven. Are you trying to give me nightmares or something like that? <laughs> I've tried to suppress these memories as best as you I can. You went to both of them as well. I know I did. I've seen 100% of our defeats this season. Oh, right. No, no, no. League defeats. League defeats. I didn't see talking. Yeah, league so. defeats. Yeah, yeah. I'm but sure the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> as, as much as I would love to claim that my influence is uh, so great, I'm I'm going to guess they don't even know that I'm there. But yeah, one all back in then? I yeah, know. I think so. Yeah, I yeah, would. I'd say. And I so. don't think that's necessarily. I don't. There's not nothing against him, but I'd say the way that Williams and one have been playing, I don't think you can not put him in if he's um if he's available and. Jordan Young straight back in? 100%. Absolutely, yeah. Or yeah. Sonny Cox? Or, or do you... I mean, Murphy. I think he, I, I think, I think I'd start Cox and I think I'd bring yeah. Dawes off the bench. Agreed. Dawes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about him. Yeah. I don't think he's not 100% with his injury, plus he's like pace off the bench as well. Like, whereas... Jordan Maguire is not particularly pace off the bench. Um, yeah, that's where I'd go. Yeah. And can I just say for Ben, because uh, he can't be here, that you know, Jake Hyde's got to start. I think that's what Ben would say if he was here, hasn't he? So the, the, no. the, 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 if I look no. through our, 
if I if I look through our WhatsApp uh, chat, the words "unleash him" have probably been used uh, on numerous occasions. We are unleashing him. Yeah, we are I know. unleashing him from seventy minutes onwards, and he's scoring goals. <laughs> I know. Oh, I just uh, 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 they called him on the on the official thing. You ever come in a bit of a super sub, and you saw him just like die a little bit inside when he said it. It's like the worst thing you could possibly say to somebody like Jake Card. He. He might start against Bath, mightn't he? Um, and there's something in me that thinks he's got to start against Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The character that he is, I'm yeah. like, hmm. But no, don't start. He'll either score and get sent off, won't he? It'll be one or the other, yeah. Or both, who knows? Or both, yeah, maybe both. Let's not rule out both. Despite, even though like Welling are third from bottom, they, they haven't lost at home since September. Um, they lost a bath. They've drawn a lot. Mm. Um, um, yeah, and and we've kind of. <laughs> I don't think we have an issue away from home, but no. that seems to be the thing that people are saying are away. Like you see the odd comment here and there. It's like, well, why can't we do things away from home? It's like, well, we obliterated Torquay. Um, yeah. Perhaps league. we don't come out as quickly as we do it at home, but. I don't think that's unusual for any team. No. It's part of playing away, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Last time I remember going to Welling, I'm pretty sure I saw Warren Patmore get marked out of the game by a decent defender. Gibberton, his name was, I think. Yeah. Don't know what happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. Legend. Skubo. Skubo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right we've got lots of questions we have haven't we yeah uh, we, do wanna... we always get to when we drew 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 when we draw <laughs> Maguire drew <laughs> Maguire drew um, there's some on uh, Facebook okay are we on to I've questions got... now yeah let's do it I've got, have you got all of them? formerly known as Twitter open oh, okay um, I'll do a couple because there's a, there's a couple here that we may have already answered. But uh, da, da, da. Uh, Tim Hobble, do you think there will be any new additions to our squad in the new year as we approach the run-in? We have a loan space available as Zach Bell has been recalled. I imagine Mark Cooper would say he's always looking for players. You, Mark Cooper. Yeah. I, I can't remember who it was. Oh, no, it was on Three Valleys Radio. They asked him about if you could bring somebody in, who would you bring in? And and he spoke about um, somebody in an attacking position um, would be the one that was his priority. Obviously, that was before Zach Bell went back. But I think we've said it before, and we fall back, the general fullback position, Whittle and Smith are your starters, aren't they? But um, I think Idahan can play left back. Is that right? Yeah. Morgan Williams, we know, can just play anywhere, really. Um, but... Yeah, they fall back There's, definitely seems like the position. I think we saw on Tuesday night that without Stevens to come in to cover for Jordan Young, there's that sort of rapid player, that pace, that real sort of person who's hard to, um, yeah, who's just a bit of a difference maker when they come on. And I think there's, you're not going to find another Jordan Stevens, but just someone who's a bit, pacey and tricky yeah, we're who can... not the quickest are we we're not the quickest team no no like we've got pace but not sort of 
direct pace that yeah. really runs with the ball and skins people. Like Jordan Young sort of finds his way through people somehow with trickery rather than just rapid pace. Question from James Bacon. It's quite a long one, so I'll say it really quickly, but I think I've kind of answered it anyway, so you two can answer this one. Um what are your views on the reactions of some of our fans on social media to the draw? Gaining an away point, continuing unbeaten run and maintaining a nine-point lead at the top. Some of the comments on Twitter especially were astonishing. People taking pops at Charlie Cooper and JMD, questioning substitutions, etc. Maybe it's because they've only seen the club on a downward spiral since 2013 and don't know how to be positive. They only want to see what they deem to be negative. Personally, I thought Cooper did well when he came on and broke up play well, leading to our goal. If Cox had come off the bench who else would these fans have brought on other than JMD I just don't get the whole negativity that some fans have I say that quickly enough uh, I didn't know if there was a question in that but I've I think got nothing further to add yeah I think it's what what are your views on why on people's reactions on social trauma. media trauma past yeah, trauma yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, all right. There were a few responses to that on Facebook, so and I've said my piece already. I'll mm-hmm. I'll save the um, oh, Jane Nick Awood says, uh, could you turn your mics up? No one's ever accused me of being quiet in my life, Nick. So I think Ian is deliberately leading, leaning towards his. He also says yeah. a couple of I you, think, are... I think, what he says, a couple of us are quietly spoken. Jesus, I don't know who he thinks I am, but I struggle hearing above my leaf blower when I'm at work the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so he's, he's trying to listen while he's doing the leaf very blower. noisy job, really. Oh, okay. All right. Well, sorry, Nick. <laughs> he's not our target audience, but we're happy to have him. <laughs> <laughs> a new bloke started my work when I um, worked on the paper, and he's uh, within maybe four hours of me being in the office uh being in the office with me he came over and he said you really are a noisy little man aren't you so <laughs> so there you go that is that's the review i've had so nick you have um you you are the ying to that man's yang weren't you weren't you uh recognized in morrison's this week because of your voice as well in yoga <laughs> i was i was yeah someone came up to me and he said you do sound very northern he said he said i notice it's when you say sunny <laughs> sunny, <laughs> sunny blue London. <laughs> yes, um, I was. Yeah. Are you saving the Stacey's mum chant to the end? I was. Yeah, but now you've given it away, haven't you? So, yeah, it's better than yours. It's better yeah. than your Jordan Young chant. Yeah. Mine was uh, on the spur of the moment, though. So, and you yeah, never put it big... in anyway. So, yeah, sorry. It will make the cutscenes. Um, yeah, as a big advocate of. Uh, Stacey's mum by Fountains of Wayne. I long to hear that on the terrace. I'm going to have to read it out now, aren't I? You've you've done it. Um, I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Jordan Young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is Will Jones. Uh, says, in a follow-up topic in the previous pod, could Jordan Young get a chant to the tune of the early 2000s classic Stacey's mum? I think Jordan Young has got it going on. Jordan <laughs> Young has got it going on. There's a bit in the middle that needs filling in there. Yeah. I Other, know uh, it might I like... be wrong, but I'm in love with Jordan Young. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I listen to that song a lot. For right. yeah. I... <laughs> this is this is this is why. Well, I was saving that to the end, but um, you better have a good question on X. That's all I'll say. Um, go for it. Okay. 
similar to one we've already had from Clevo. Clevo. Uh, evening. 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 We might have to drop the evening stuff. It takes so much time out of these questions. <laughs> what did you make of all the noise on social media posts chipping them from our fan base? Some seem to have lost all perspective and want a scapegoat. Must be the manager's son thing again with Charlie Cooper like Lee Johnson. In brackets, not comparing like for like. <laughs> what Andy Craig accused me of doing. Told me if I ever mentioned Lee Johnson in the same sentence as Charlie Cooper again. Um, which wasn't the point I was trying to make. But um, yeah, well, you've heard what I've got to say, Clevo. Yeah, I think we covered this one, Clevo. Uh Match of the Dave says, just wanted to say it was good to meet Dave on Tuesday at Chippenham. I did meet Match of the Dave, yeah. Yeah, he came over and I said, you're Match of the Dave. And he said, I am, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his actual name is, but... Yeah. I do know what it is. He said, a shame Jake Warner wasn't back fit. I'd have got involved with the Somerset Cannavaro chance. Do you want to remind people of the Somerset no. Cannavaro chance? No, then? I don't. It's too painful. You mentioned Hemel Hempstead. You've mentioned haven't, and um, now you're mentioning that. It's just too much for me now. The rejection. Um, I can only take so much rejection. Um, and his question is, any ideas when Wannell is back, which Mark Cooper has answered for <laughs> us um, yeah. this weekend? Uh, Callum Hallett has asked our opinions on the Zach Bell recall. We've done that, Callum. Um, here we go, Raging Bulls. When he asked the question, did he? But... Oh, I know. Uh, Raging Bull Skittles, you are award-winning, so League Club Podcasts will be sniffing around. Which pleb or co-host would you sell, and how much would you uh, let them go for? I'd keep David Coates for experience factor. <laughs> Sheridan is kept for good knowledge. It sounds like I'm going. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah. Taking that. That's all right. I'll I'll move on. I think now I think Ian is one of those players that if you take him out of the team, that's when that's when you really notice he's there. Charlie Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> he's our very own Charlie Cooper. Um, <laughs> although I do have to say, in Charlie Cooper's absence, I haven't really noticed the downturn. No, but I don't think I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's anything um, against him. But yeah, I think uh, you know Ben. Ben's the he, he's he's the headline act, isn't he? I think he's, he's the, the one. Value. He's the value. He is. He's the MVP. He's the one we're going to get the most money from because who else can do those um, Glover's Cast Ben uh, videos? There's nobody. Nobody can flick a switch and be Broadcast Ben in quite the same way Broadcast Ben can be. Should we just leave him in Hollywood in a couple of weeks' time? (laughs) Yes, the Hollywood Hills, yeah. (laughs) I think he'll be so excited to be at a game. I I just want to see what's going to happen to him. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Bring some extra, bring some tissues, Sheridan. Hollywood Barrett. <laughs> uh, almost a pro pilot says, considering we now need two fullbacks, who would we consider ideal backups? Uh, in our existing squad, do you mean? Or ideal? Oh, we're we're talking in, like yeah. Cafu and Roberto Carlos yeah. or Maldini. Yeah. yeah, if we can find a Michael, another Michael Smith somewhere. <laughs> I don't think they exist. Loveliest voice ever, by the way. <laughs> like a smooth whiskey, wasn't it? Listening to it. Yeah. Very late at night, um, in my scary guest house in Chippenham, I was transcribing that interview and the and Ben, who I thought was asleep about an hour earlier on, just just cancelled me, literally cancelled me in the middle of, of writing something. 
um, and said, yeah, I'm just enjoying, enjoying listening to Michael Smith's voice too much. But not even like, it, it, it sounds more Irish than Northern Irish. You know, Northern, Northern Irish is quite a hard accent, isn't it? But it's very melodical, melodic, his, um, his accent. Yeah, you can easily understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite as, uh, not quite as harsh, but there we go. Yeah, on the Dale finish. Gorman scale, where is he? Like Dale Gorman was quite hard to understand at, at oh, times. Oh yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. easier than Dale Gorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um. Have you not heard it? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's beautiful. Um, <laughs> beautiful voice, okay. beautiful man, beautiful player. Right, Dave. We know quote, you like him. Quote Elliot Watts. <laughs> you don't have to pander to them. I'm in the same town. I don't know of any specific fullbacks we could bring in, to be honest. Um, it's probably going to be, I mean, the fullback we brought in was the experienced Michael Smith. So it'll be another young player, isn't it? If if one of them does get injured and we need some cover. Um, yeah. I Keep an eye out at Newport. There are a, the a few a few, comments yeah. about <laughs> this lad that's left Weymouth. Cissé? Cissé? Is that how you say it? Cissé? Cissé? Not Papis. Don't know. Said he was going to a team and had in, in the same division, but I haven't seen that he signed for anybody. So who knows? Maybe him. That would be quite funny. If oh no, I, I tell a lie. Three hours ago he signed for Eastbourne Borough. So there you go. It's not him. <laughs> I can confirm it's not him. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> there you go. I missed that one three hours ago. But welcome to Eastbourne. Uh, who's going to be next in terms of being loaned out? Loaned out. Yeah. Uh, JMD? Yeah, really? Maybe. I don't know about. I, I'm not sure about a loan for JMD. Josh Thornton? Would Josh Thornton get in at the moment? They're just, of... two, they're just two players. Do we want a loan now? Like. If you, if you, if you had them, if they're players that need minutes, which I think both of them do. Um, are they not players that you would put out on loan with recalls in them in case you need it? It would have to, it would have to be at least the same division, wouldn't it? And I'm not sure we want to do that. That's my no, thing. You can't, send them, you can't send them any lower than this division. Uh, well, may, maybe not lower then. Maybe, maybe, think... maybe somebody in, in, in a higher division who's maybe struggling at the in either of those positions or send him to um, Belgium I, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure in our league I don't think any team will want them for just a month they're not going to be like yeah we'll take them for a month and just you know we'll help you out by having them and that kind of thing um, not sure I'm not sure JMD's a man that the team wants in a relegation dogfight Almost on a loan deal right now. Just um, yeah, you just fancy just yeah, as a if you if you need a a, a leader, I think Fisher. Yeah, Fisher's a good yeah, one. I thought that we got lots of strikers, and, and we I need, don't see we, how we, he gets he in. Minutes. Yeah, he needs minutes, doesn't he? Yeah. I wonder uh, if any of those three people we've mentioned would <laughs> would even even if an opportunity came their way, I'm not sure any of them would take it, would they? They'd say, "I want to stay here and fight for my place." Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Would you rather be 
part of a winning squad and trying to break into that or mm. yeah uh blah, blah, blah. uh is the Wrexham game going to be a throwaway or do we actually stand a chance of course we stand a chance the FA Cup yeah anything can happen get get Sonny on ball <laughs> <laughs> there you go Morrison's man get Sonny on uh Jonathan yeah. Hooper we have the Somerset Cannavaro, but is Low Everton the Somerset Xavi or Iniesta? I'll leave it to you to work out the chant for him. Oh, God. I've, I've already thrown my toys out the pram on this one. Once, Jonathan, I'm not going to do it again. But I'd say he's probably more of a more of a Xavi. I'm not saying Xavi was a um, a, 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 a ball. He's more of a Deschamps, isn't he? Or a Makalele. Very technically gifted, but Playing in that uh, deeper line role. No, not Deschamps. I no? didn't watch a lot of Didier Deschamps. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, but Dave. Youngins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I think he's more than Makalele, though. Makalele was just keep, like, get the ball, play it short to someone who could do something with it, okay. whereas Sonny does a lot with it. I was I was trying yeah. to bring it I was trying to bring it more into your respective eras um, with Makalele probably but uh, yeah <laughs> Deschamps Cantona called him a water carrier didn't he but then he won the World Cup which Cantona never did so <laughs> okay right. I'm, getting, I'm getting blank looks here guys they're like I'm not even sure I mean I know who Eric Cantona is but yeah I, I do know who Eric Cantona is <laughs> and who did it Deschamps is yeah? yeah 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 and you know who yeah. won the World Cup in 1998 yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it was loads of Arsenal players in the team, Dave. Oh, you remember them, do you? Okay. Right. Yeah, Petit scored in the final. Wow. There's a great article in Mundial Mag about Emmanuel Petit. Is there? I haven't got my copy yet. Yes, you have. I haven't. Cause it's I'm in the Cult right. Hero one. Was oh, it? Oh, right, okay. Yes. All right. More <laughs> animated than that, about that than Didier Deschamps. It's like <laughs> Quite right, too. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll figure out a chant. Or someone else will. The, yeah, the someone else do it. Then you can <laughs> suffer the rejection I've just suffered. You can I'm do bitter. your Somerset Cannavaro again if you want. I'm not. I don't want to do it. Hmm. Well, this podcast is going to finish with your Jordan Young one, though. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was in a rush. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, last one here, Dexter Tyson. Christmas is on the way. Taste. What was your favorite present Santa bought you? And which present was on your Christmas list, but Santa never brought you? That really peed you off. <laughs> Best present? I don't remember. I remember. I remember when I was really young. Uh, 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 this is where, yeah, you're gonna say, "Oh, you got a piece of coal, did you, or something like that?" Right? <laughs> now, I wanted a He-Man. You know, Castle Grey. You don't remember He-Man, do you? It's a cartoon. Back in 1940s, um, <laughs> yeah, where uh, and and he lived in a place called Castle Grayskull, and he got the castle. And it was like, yeah, plastic castle. I never got that. I remember that was oh. one thing that I wanted. Um, I'm all right with it now. Don't have to get it from me now, but well, that's probably <laughs> worth a few bob now, I'd imagine. But yeah, a few bob is what we used to pay for when I was young. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, <laughs> He's gonna let me hang myself <laughs> here. So what, what, what was your favorite present though? Have you got a favorite one, one, or were you just hanging on to the negativity? 
No, I can't. I, I honestly, I can't think of a, uh, of a, of a, of a good present that I got. But there must have been one. There must have been one at some point. Go on. What's the best present you've ever had? Then. Who are you talking to? Both of you <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> but don't talk over each other. That's my job. <laughs> you can't remember, can you? No. No. <laughs> there's, there's silence. <laughs> silence from the experienced broadcasters. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't I... remember not. I can't remember ever being disappointed no. of, about having like not having something. I remember um, my grandma buying me some questionable ornaments that I had to pretend I liked, of like dolphins and stuff. Because once I told her I love dolphins, like everything was dolphin themed. <laughs> and there is still a tradition in my house that my mum loves Christmas so so much that she wants to open the presents on Christmas Eve, and she asks every year if we can open them on Christmas Eve. And my dad's like, no, because it's Christmas Eve. But she puts one under our pillow on Christmas Eve every year, still at thirty-two years old, which I just love, and it makes me very happy. And last year it was the Oval Town calendar, so who knows what it will be this year? Some restraint, Mrs. Robbins. Come on, social <laughs> discipline. <laughs> Uh, I remember I, I got... getting some questionable ornaments. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Tracy Island. Oh yeah, that's a fucking yeah. hell. Is that, so... Did that did that make a comeback or something? Yeah, yeah. In like early '90s, it was when it came back round again. And then on Blue Peter, they were making there was like how to make your own Tracy Island because you couldn't get them anywhere. Um, but then I've got one, which Freddie now plays with. Oh. Um, it's well looked after. A couple of palm trees broken. Hopefully, there's some listeners who've also got Tracy Island who understand the the palm trees. They I, just they I broke all the time. I thought I was out of. Uh, I was dated by saying Castle Grayskull, but Tracy Island that that tops that. I think. Yeah, but Thunderbirds came back round again, didn't it? In the early '90s, when you were on the terrace of Hewis <laughs> Park, causing problems. Maybe just about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mid nineties, yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, big big Thunderbirds fan when I was a child. So, there we go. Okay, it's Christmas. Yeah, you see, it's oh, Christmas at the Manor Hotel. I can tell you that. I ate, I ate my breakfast surrounded by um, lots of lights and tinsel. So. Nice. Go and get an Earls tomorrow, Dave. While you're down. Oh, Earls. Yeah. Oh, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'll let you nice. know. Any any recommendations? Um, no, Anything. whatever. They're all of it. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be worse than what I got in Chippenham. I'll tell you, Jesus, out alive. That's all I'm grateful for. But right, enjoy your wedding. Try my best. Yeah. Enjoy Newport, the- Sheridan. Thank you. I'll try. Right. I'll see Ollie Thomas. Remember, remember, Joe Day's not very good. You don't yeah. want him back. Yeah. No, you don't That's want him. It's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. yeah. Keeps getting bitten by spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Singing, I, I, Jordan, Jordan, Young. Singing, I, I, Jordan, Jordan, Young. Singing, I, I, Jordan. I, I, Jordan. I, I, Jordan, Jordan, Young. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. 
Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. 